Okay, this is the Actors Diet Podcast, and I'm sitting here with Kula Belichick. Is that how I say your name? I mean, that's how you say it. And the, the, how would one say your name correctly? I mean, and know that I don't know if I say it correctly. What? I can't tell. You don't tell. know if you well, say because your I name think, correctly? Yes, that's honest. I say Kulap. We're getting to the deep stuff right here, right now. because it's Kulap Vilaisak, but I think I've made that to be more Anglo-friendly. Because even my first name. So I may have said it it totally correctly. You had more of a Polish kind of. You're right, you're right. I guess the they're not saying Czech. (laughs) Probably not. (laughs) But what do I know? I mean, and truly, what do I know? If you could tell me. Cheers. If you could tell me. We're drinking tea and eating uh, current balls. Okay, which are your creation and are delicious. Thank you so much. They're they're based off of, um, they're inspired by the TV show The Last Man on Earth. One of my favorites. It's a great show, isn't it? Somebody said on Twitter that it's the breaking bad of comedy, because I, I, I interpret it as being, you have to watch it. Like, you have to watch it when yeah, it comes out. you're right. And it, feel, it feels like bigger than, like, network TV. And you could also binge on it very mm-hmm. easily. I, I'm going to go back and binge on it. I love it so It is pretty so great. much. And you know, you can, why don't you take a few currant balls with you and add them to some pasta <laughs> and really make it, really make a day of it. Kristen's character, I mean, she's everything. <laughs> she is everything. Well, let's go back a little bit. Okay. Kulap Vilaisak. Yes. Um, you are a actor mm-hmm. or actress, whatever you yeah. want to be called. Whatever you want uh, to call me. <laughs> a writer, a director, um, a documentarian, Ooh. a podcaster. Definitely a podcaster. <laughs> uh, and and uh, is there anything else I'm missing? No, just uh, a mommy to a dog. A mommy to a dog. <laughs> and uh, and today you're you're an eater. And today we're going to talk about... It's not just today. <laughs> I would, I would imagine at today. least three times a day, every single day. For the uh, last, last a good, better portion of your life when you weren't drinking breast milk. Um, so let's talk a little bit about... Well, let's start from Laos. Should we go Ooh. all the way back there? Oh, to the motherland. Yeah, to the motherland. I don't know if you want to talk a little bit about... Your origin story. Oh boy. Um, I mean, you can. You don't have to go deep into it, but um, basically explain where you were from originally. Mm-hmm. Um, my family is from Laos. I, I, uh, which is a country if you're not aware, in between landlocked between Thailand and Vietnam. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a country of um, 140 plus different ethnic groups, and um, the French basically said like, "You guys are Lao, Laotian, even though you're Hmong and Lao Lum and all of that." Um, there was a secret war there, and that the result of the American involvement, uh, of course, in the Vietnam War, and and over a million bombs were dropped in Laos because it was by the... I don't know if you wanted to go this way. I don't know why I went this way. <laughs> it but was here a, we go. It was a serious situation. It, and, and continues to be serious in the fact that there are still um, many cluster bombs uh, still, that still remain in Laos and um, kill people daily. 
Uh, so that's where I'm from. <laughs> but my parents are refugees from Laos. They they escaped across the Mekong River into Thailand. Okay. Um, I was conceived in a refugee camp and then was born in our nation's capital, Washington, D.C. Man. What a story, right? Yeah, this is, this is quite a story. A and, story. and it's the subject of your documentary. Yes, because that is a story that I've always known that part, basically. But what I hadn't known, what I knew when I was 14 was that not only, the, those stories and those facts are pretty correct, but the the dad that I grew up with wasn't the one that crossed the river with my mom and isn't my biological father. Um, wow. So origin story is about me finding out where I come from and kind of making peace with my past. I've always wished the past was different. Mm-hmm. Um, and all of it in hopes of moving on, basically having peace with it and moving on and, and having a child of my own. Okay. In a nutshell. Oh, yes, yes, <laughs> That yes. is originstorydoc.com. <laughs> yes. And when can people see it? Oh, one that I like to know as well. <laughs> we, we are in the depths of editing. Um, there are fever dreams of uh, locking picture in... August and then somehow like making a, a Sundance submission in October. Okay. I tend to think that that is a stretch, but you know, it's good to have goals. It's good to have deadlines. It is, it is good to have goals and deadlines. I agree. Uh, we, and, and it is good to forgive yourself if those things That's don't right. end up happening. Yeah. Yes. And not so great to already be forgiving oneself <laughs> right now. <laughs> not as great in that, but you know. So how old were you? when you were when you left Laos um I was uh I was when you left Thailand also oh I was um I I think an embryo of sorts okay (laughs) it's definitely an embryo with uh I think there was confusion of whether when my mom arrived in DC if she was either five months pregnant or later um so yeah I wasn't a mere baby. So when I was born in DC. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Okay. 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 Oh. So, and you've been back since. I've been back uh, three times, and this third time was to um, to uh, shoot the documentary to go meet my father. Okay. For the first time. What was what? What is lotion? Lotion. Lotion. Oh, lotion. What is lao food like? Um, it's like the easiest way and probably, probably disrespectful way is to, um, call it, it like, um, countrified Thai food. Oh, okay. Which is not fair. Like Southern, you know, if you so, like Thai soul food, which isn't fair, but it's a lot of, um, sticky rice is a staple. That is my favorite food in the I entire world. handle it. So good. Sticky rice and, um. Is it um, sweet or salty or both? Um, mainly... Well, because it is a sweet jasmine rice, but it's not sweet. Okay. Um, it's people not, don't, it's people like, don't traditionally eat it in a sweet form with like... Like mango sugar. and ziggy rice. Yeah, 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 not traditionally. Okay. Oh, although, that said, when there are sort of steamed um, sort of uh, delicacies with like banana leaf and you take like banana inside and you roll it with sticky rice and you steam that or like maybe taro or different types of... Oh my of God. Taro. So you have that sort of... Yeah, yeah. Mm, not bao, but... Like vibe, you it, know. It's got it. It holds something. in it. A little There's package some... in the middle. A little gift. Yes, in the middle. That's right. A present. Yeah, yes. it's it's just so glutinous and sticky and fun. You 
eat ball it up with your hands you dip it in like jail different sauces uh you eat it with papaya salad and and lab which is minced um usually some sort of minced meat mm-hmm. um a lot of um lime flavors you would recognize maybe from a thai restaurant too lime uh salty of like a fish sauce or some sort of fish so umami. so so heavy on the fish sauce too i think so yes okay and there's like badak which is like it is a fermented fish, and it smells so awful. It's I a bet. Fer- I mean, it's everyone it has so good though. Yes, and it gives <laughs> this the salty umami flavor that is unparalleled. But it's when I tell you it smells bad, it is. <laughs> I really mean it. Like it's just like maybe like death. Like right. I would assume this is what death smells like—a like fermented body. A body oh, decomposing. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> and it looks like that. Oh. It's just like people, yes, I'm really being oh. serious. It looks like that. Just not red, but the brown sludgy. Like, right. Yeah, just a sludginess. Um, where, can, where can we get this? <laughs> I, you know, each family kind of has their own recipe. And it's, it's. Um, I bet you could get maybe at some like Thai markets, maybe small portions of it. Right. But pungent. <laughs> like pungent people like keep it like they have to keep it away like right. from everything like else. wrapped up in like four yeah. layers of ziploc bags exactly do you have it in your house i don't okay i don't i don't think my husband scott would stand for it <laughs> <laughs> so do you did you grow up eating this kind of food half and half um because my first experience there was an american family that raised me mm-hmm. and and sponsored us so my first taste of food has always been american food and then my mom owned a Thai restaurant really early on, so she, so then it was like Thai Lao food, like so it was sort of half and half. My preference as a child was always American food. Okay. Yeah. What was this American food? Oh, you know, like um, I'm from Minnesota. Okay. So it's like if you can imagine a hot dish. Do you know hot dish? Is that with the potato? Like it can be hash brown. Well, I think maybe you're thinking of um, tater tot uh, hot <laughs> dish, but it's essentially. Code word for casserole, so it's just mm. layered of goodness. <laughs> That's so <laughs> like, funny, hot dish. It, it's just casserole. Hot dish. Yeah, tuna hot dish. Uh, you know, mm. like it's like which is tuna casserole. Right. <laughs> I don't know why. Right. But yeah, um, something so, with cheese usually. Always with cheese. Always a problem for me. Mm. I'm gonna start like cream of something. Cream of mushroom. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we'll go yeah. with it. Yeah. Um, you know, also McDonald's burgers, pizza. Um, just. They were, I mean, I grew up with the uh, the Danielsons sponsored us and they took care of me. And, like, they're a Baptist, all-American, four boys, like, big family. Um, so, and, and Aunt Julie was an amazing cook. She had, her potato salad rivals, to this day rivals, there's nothing that rivals her potato salad. What's, what's so special about it? <sighs> what does she add? Maybe it's, like, something about, like, the... Pick, like she puts like pickles? pickles or relish in it or something like that. There's an element of that. Mm. I don't know how she makes it. The egg, she's got egg in There's there. There's egg? There's egg in there. It's like the best of both worlds. Yeah, egg salad so, and potato yes, salad. Yes, it's a merging of those two. I love it so much. Her tuna salad, unparalleled. Her Does she add egg to her tuna salad? I Some people do that. I don't know if, does she, she definitely has olives. Whoa. In it. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. She she utilizes the sour. That's French. Like, yeah. yeah that, you're right. That's, <laughs> you're right. Her oatmeal chocolate chip cookies mm. are 
are something to behold. Are they chewy? They're chewy, yeah. And they're good uh, uncooked and cooked. But when she cooks them, they're perfectly round. Right. (laughs) But they're just dense and chewy. That's the way an oatmeal cookie should be. I don't understand people who like crispy oatmeal cookies. No, thank you. No, thank you either. I'll pass. (laughs) (laughs) So you grew up eating uh, an amalgamation of these foods. And, And now, today, would you say, what do you gravitate more towards? Oh, that's interesting. Um, I'd still say it's half and half. Although my flavor, as I got older, I like, I do, I really do like the Southeast Asian, the sour, the sour spicy. I think that's like my favorite yeah. palette kind of thing. And even things that are like maybe more umami, I'm like, where's my lime? Where's my spice? Like, I think, you know, but then... You know, we live in LA, and there's just so many different types right. of food. But like the flavoring of like Korean food and like Chinese, like Asian food, I think probably is my favorite. Mm-hmm. And we've come a long way. We have come a long way <laughs> from where because I essentially rejected my heritage yeah. for a very long time. I understand that yeah. completely. I'm like very into. It's funny, like, half the foods, like, from Taiwan, I don't even know what they are, and sometimes I just look at them and my body reacts, <laughs> and I'm like, what is that? What is that about that food that makes me react so viscerally? Um, it must be something deeper than I know. Yeah. Um, I don't even know what it is. Like, it could be the head of a chicken's... <laughs> father or what I don't even know what like oh, what it would be like but I'm still like yum that looks good um so you these days do you cook or I know you know how to cook because I yeah. saw your Thanksgiving well, thank you <laughs> that was a like a throwdown. Yes. yes I like to throw down can like, you can you describe okay. your most recent Thanksgiving uh I do you know nom nom paleo yeah Oh, Not but, personally, but... No, me either. Yeah. But uh, I took her res- recipe to spatchcock turkey. <laughs> yes. I love saying spatchcock. That's a good word. And I will not shut up about it. I don't understand it. what it means. Oh, is it when you cut it something in half? You, you Well, it's sort of like essentially butterflying it. Butterfly. I like that but word it, too. Butterfly it, a chicken. An entire cavity, though. Like yeah. You're really flaying out. Where you, you butterfly uh, like a breast, but there's no bone. I mean, right. this is really just like... Cutting out its spine, flipping it over, and just shoving it. You're a doctor. Flat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, and because of how, she, like, it's such a great way of cooking it because you're making a flat surface mm-hmm. as, as, you know, not quite flat, but you're flattening the surface. And when you're cooking it, it cooks faster, right, and more evenly, right. And it it's so delicious. You I did it on the grill. I did it in the oven. Oh, okay. But within, oh, interesting. The, within the oven, though, you're making, so it's like a flatter, yeah. so the, the, the heat can circulate more evenly. On a sheet pan? Mm-hmm. Oh. Sheet pan, but then like a, um, not a grill, like a... Um, rate, like yeah. a rate, like with the, what you bake cookies Cookies, thank cookie. you, yeah, yes. Like what you... Cool cookies. Dry. Cool cookies. Yeah. 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 Know, what is that thing called? Like a, a sheet pan? sheet a wire rack. Yes. A wire rack. Sheet pan. Then you put um then you put foil. Foil. Then to catch wire. all those drippings. Mm-hmm. I bet it got juicy. Wire rack. Yeah. Put a put the bird on it. Put like a quarter of um water in the steam it. Yeah, in, in the, the um sheet pan. Yeah. Also so like just to yes, yeah, there's a little bit of steam, there's as like, the drippings come down, you know, it's a little 
Yeah, I guess it is steaming. I guess what I'll yeah, it'll, it'll cook yeah. it that way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then, then in the beginning, you put a little, uh, you put a little bra on the boobs. Wait, so, excuse me, a what? A foil bra. Oh, really? Well, not I guess in the beginning, towards the end, so that you're not. Oh like, wait, wait. So it's not. Yeah, yeah you're not yeah. burning them boobies. Yeah. That's so interesting That's how so even even the chickens have to wear bras. <laughs> That's right. Um, are you paleo? No. <laughs> no, I try everything though. Okay. What, so I guys, like, every what, what you doing on, oh, on, on paleo? Yeah, let's go talk. So let's talk. Much. Let's dive into that a little bit. Oh, good. Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, do you, why, why are you on every diet? I'm constantly, I was joking with my friend yesterday. It's like I'm constantly trying to lose 20 pounds every year but then the problem is I essentially am gaining 10 pounds every year <laughs> so we're not going we're not doing well because when it all comes down to it, I'm gaining weight you're gaining, gaining you're gaining weight. the weight and do you think that where <sighs> where do you think this desire to lose weight comes from oh my culture you. <laughs> you do you think you, uh-huh. you think so when I went back to Laos I was like oh this is why I have like body issues because everything is like, there's something about loud culture, um, and I think maybe other Asian cultures can relate. But yeah. there's a very. That said, I don't know. I find loud people to be so like fine with like um, calling out physical issues or like right. just like and joking about it and being really hard. Like that's just like talking, and it's like, oh, you're upset. Like, oh, you're that's too bad you know like who cares like you as a kid you get stuck with like like nicknames for the rest of your life like joy is skinny thui is fat you'll be thui if you're skinny you know 20 years later you're still called thui i have a, i have an uncle fatso yeah rest in peace dead but still uncle fatso <laughs> yeah and and it's about you know being and my mom like who's a heavy woman would always there's always about the physical and pointing things out about me and I've always been taller and larger than um a lot of people um which had to you know now I know I had to do a lot with my my birth father who's mm-hmm. much taller um and, and oh, tall, that's so interesting. tall by by you know Lao standards right <laughs> was by, that was that a relief for you when you found that out that you were like Maybe, maybe felt a little bit like, oh, mm. th- that explains why I'm taller or... Yeah, I don't know if it's a relief, but it's like, oh, that makes sense. Right. Yeah. It's like, yeah, okay. Because everyone's literally like at my shoulders. Uh-huh. You know? But even in comparison, not necessarily like my first family, but in comparison to other Asian people, I just feel like I'm, I've always noticed, you know, that I'm not... Like, my bones aren't, like, bird-like. <laughs> right, right, right. You know, I'm a little more Torian. <laughs> but do you feel, have you ever, I mean, like, have you ever voiced your displeasure to um, people saying things to your face about your physical appearance? Like family? Yeah. Mm. I know that's a really difficult I, thing But to I say. wonder if I have. I don't know. I don't know with my mom. Like, I don't really... I I think I internalized it, like, being pretty and stuff. I, like, internalized it more yeah. than I... I mean, um, I'm trying to think. Well, like, my aunt, when I went, like, the first time to Laos, or maybe the second time, she was like, your face is so pretty. Wouldn't it be better if you lost weight? Yeah, oh, they... Well, She's like, yeah, yeah it would be yeah. better. <laughs> sure, it would be better. That's like, <laughs> that's, like, that's like when I'm in a movie and mom's like, wouldn't it be better if you were starring in it? 
<laughs> or, you know, yeah, some sort yeah, of, yeah, I mean, I used to hear that stuff too until I one day was like, you're giving me an eating disorder, stop. <laughs> and they did, finally. Well, yeah. Well, with my mom, it's not even like, because she, she, again, she's heavy, but she'll, she'll always ask like, oh, have, you're losing weight or do you, remember she, she like asked my friend, like, is she fat? Like. <laughs> Like, asked your friend. Yeah, because so my friend came and visited her and had, like, photos. She's like, is she fat? I can't tell. Like, I think she, I don't know. I think my mom once was very fit, once thin, and then, yeah. she, she, well, she's always blamed me for her becoming fat, so there's that. Really? <laughs> that's, there's Whoa. That, that's an internalization. That, right. Like, I'm like, oh, that speaks volumes probably in our relationship. But, yeah, I've always, and, that, and it's it saddens me because I wish... I look back at my 20s and I look back at like original headshots and go like, oh my God, I was so unhappy with how I looked. I looked great. Yeah. I looked fine. Yeah. And it was such a waste of time and and just self-flagellation for a non-problem. Right. And it was, you know. But now, I mean, yes, I'm heavier, but I'm stronger and I'm trying to figure out how to just be okay with wherever I'm at. Mm-hmm. You know, but I've always grown up, I've in my head, whether it's because of outside forces, I've been operating on a network within of like, I'm not enough. I'm not pretty enough. I'm not thin enough. I'm not, you know, and to really be fighting, I would say in the last 30 years to rewire and just go, I can take up space uh, physically (laughs) and also just with my spirit, if you will, or with my personality that I, I can't, I, I don't need permission from without. I can do that. Right. Right. Motivated, you know, by me. Do you feel any of that pressure coming from show business at all? <sighs> Interesting. Um, I, I think I have, but I don't know if it was for... I, I, don't, um, I don't know if it was... I don't want to say real. It is real, but... Right. Um, or if you were like a mad... Or like re, reinterpret... Like reading things the wrong way. Yeah. Nobody ever actually says to your face. Actually, no, that's not true. Someone once so did. <laughs> yeah. People do. But, People um, do. but for the most part, sometimes it is like a sitting there misinterpreting something. Yeah. You know, I, I did. There's times. I can't tell if it's like a, because it's a combination, I think, of things. Because like if I'm really going to be man in the mirror and like be honest, is it stuff that I've imagined and ha- I've had conversations about or wouldn't it would it could it be a cop out to say that I didn't get a job because I wasn't skinny enough? I think it could be at times for mm-hmm. me mm-hmm. in times, mm-hmm. which is like, well, you know, maybe you're, you know what I mean, to right. say, to say that that or worse yet, what if I keep something around my stomach, uh, love handles or this extra weight because. I there's there's a sense of control there because because you know what to expect. Yeah, and like, well, it was because of that. I could always say it was because of that. Right. Not because of anything else. Right. And that's a harder thing to think about. Well, it is difficult because that, I mean, like, that's something I deal with constantly because I used to be a lot heavier when I had an eating disorder and then I um, haven't had this eating disorder really, I mean, never really goes away, but I haven't had that same issue for the last, uh, I'd say, six years. And... I used to always be able to be like, it's because I'm, you know, a little heavier than they want me to be. But now it's like, well, no, I'm still not booking. (laughs) And I'm probably exactly how they want me to be. So what is that that's not working anymore? And I think I, you know, because I had, um, 
I developed breasts really early on. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the feeling as a young girl you don't understand is the leering of older men. And, right. And the where my worth is somehow connected to my external appearance and how that is such a very um it's not a lot of stand to stand on <laughs> like yeah. there's not a strong foundation in that yeah um so maybe like so maybe it's like being if I'm not like the sexy one well then what does that make me and right. then what you know and then but you get older <laughs> right like, right you can't lean on that as much and but then again, when I was, I, I tell you that I just, it was not, never enough. I, I, it was nothing, wasn't skinny enough. I was like, you were fine. You were so fine. Wish I could go back and say like, oh, you're honey. You're doing so good. Like, Do you don't think worry that that would that. be you in another 10 years come telling you that right now? Hmm. I do. I have to say that I do feel better. Mm-hmm. I feel 100% better. I just, I, I've done, where I'm at right now is that I've done so many types of diets like um like I've done like <laughs> what I tell you okay so I did this like really like cleansing diet for like like I don't know if it was like six months or maybe less that's a long time and I can do that I can do yeah. that but the problem is is I can do anything for like two three months that's a long it, time yeah. wow that's impressive but then I but then I resent it yeah <laughs> and then, you get then I start to rebel yeah um, and, and, um, the last time I did that was with this, like, really great, my trainer, um, he suggested it was a nutritionist and, um, his other clients were the quarterback of Aaron Rodgers, the quarterback of the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why am I doing this? <laughs> like, one could ask why in any way, like, and he told my trainer, he was like, well, cool up, um, you know, she doesn't really stick with the times, but she's super entertaining <laughs> to talk to you on the phone. <laughs> I'm always honest. I'm like, nope, I had cheese. Like, <laughs> I'm always, I will never not be honest about it, but it's like, I constantly, it's a... Do you like falling off the wagon? Quote unquote wagon. I don't like to be told what to do, but yeah, I know that neither. I have to. Like, but do you have to? No, I guess not. Well, do you but, really have but to? The, but the definition of insanity is doing the same thing right. over and over, <laughs> expecting a different result. Now, right. my result is that I want to be healthy and like, you know feel great in, like, a, a body-con dress, then, right. then I can't keep doing the same thing. Right. Then I kind of get lost sometimes. And right now what I'm trying to do is, like, I just want to be, oh, I just want to feel healthy and I want to be um, strong. Yeah. I have to say, though, that I have pulled back from acting and in the sense that for me right now, you know, doing I'm doing more directing, of course, with documentary, but also um, writing and stuff. And and part of it is is I just and it's not fair, but it's about my. It, it's not. I, I'm going to take ownership of how I feel about everything. It's no one Hollywood has only treated me well. Like to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um. So, but I don't want to. I just want to be the boss in every way. <laughs> right. Um, um, and of your own body, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, and that powers me in a way that maybe when I was just acting, I didn't let power me. Mm-hmm. And now when I do acting, I'm powered by, like, this isn't the, you know, there's something that helps me feel more strong. Right. So I'm just going with that. Like, I love acting and I want to, I want to continue, but I also want it to be something that I, that I choose. Yeah. And that there are parts that are great for me, but I, do, I no longer want it to be the thing that I 
um, make the most money on or what my career is built upon, even though it's done me great. It's done Mm -hmm. me really great. Mm -hmm. I I just have gotten to a point where I want to be on the other side of the desk. Right. Um, And I want to reject people. (laughs) 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 Why can't I? I I bet that feels kind of nice, actually. Um... <laughs> okay, but the the other thing too is, and as you know, it's like, oh, we love acting, but a lot of the business, unfortunately, is not acting. Right, 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 right. And and for me, just for me, speaking for me, is I I just really want. I'm very interested in ways of being soul to do to doing soul satisfying work. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm just going with what feels that way now, and it might change right. later. And you know, I might be crying to you. <laughs> <laughs> like two years of like, why? Why did I take myself out of pilot season? <laughs> but I don't know. I I'm re- definitely reaching that point where I'm like, uh, I could do without this, like that whole rat race in my life because there's so much. I don't know. There's just so much that's that you put your energy into. Maybe it's because I'm getting older. But mm-hmm. you know, it's sort of like, uh, that's such a not not that it's a waste of time, but that. It was a different period of my life. It's sort of like I can't still be acting like a, like a freshman in college. When we get older, I'm we just, not a freshman in college anymore. We, we don't can't have... be going to spring fling. <laughs> yeah, this is not, this is not, my back's gonna hurt. I go to spring break. I'm not doing jello shots. If no. I'm doing it, it's in my living room, <laughs> and then I'm going to bed. Right. <laughs> like, exactly. Like I mean, we just grow to not have like patience mm-hmm. for the stuff. You right. know? Like. Uh, it's not, you just go, eh, I don't really want to do that anymore. But that's, that is not to say, I mean, what, I think whatever empowers you and however you can feel empowered in these different stages of your career too, you know, I, I think, you know, I think you can re- redefine how you feel about things and not stop what you're doing. I think that is a similar lesson with our diets too, probably, yeah. you know, of like, of course we cannot be eating as we were eating when we were children. And I think I, know, I think sucks. a lot of times, like, <laughs> life is about, like, getting really angry that we can't eat like we could when we were children. Yeah. Like, but I want to like eat Cheetos for dinner. Like our husbands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's sort of like uh, when you start to realize, oh, getting older means adapting to these new changes and accepting that our bodies are probably not going to... I mean, I'm waiting for the day when my body completely rejects cheese. It's it's getting there. It's happening. <laughs> and slowly. until then, and until then, I'm just still like I'm getting this pizza while I can. I think but, I think me too. But it's, it's it's gonna happen. It's, it's there. Happen. It's on the horizon. Yeah. And um and I'm gonna and when it happens, I'll be able to look back and be like, I did it. <laughs> I ate all the pizza I wanted. Yeah. And I'm okay. It's I I recently retired from roller coasters. Yeah, like I did I realized, too. I realized, like, oh, this isn't fun anymore for yep. me. But, but the relief I started to feel once I made that decision, and now that I'm the one like holding everyone's bags while they go on the on the ride, it actually feels like I feel better yeah. than I do when I'm on the ride because mm-hmm. I'm like, I know, I know, I'd made this decision for me. Yeah. Similarly, <laughs> I I retired from Halloween Horror Nights. Oh, yeah, I realized scary. I I'm not having fun. <laughs> I'm not having fun, and they only want to get violent. And you know what? My friends only want to see me get scared. Guess what, guys? 
not tonight. <laughs> oh, you love it. I'm the bait for all the the scary people to freak out at, and you guys get to laugh. Well, you're just as scared as me, and you know what? You figure it out on your own. <laughs> I'm staying home. <laughs> what did you do for Halloween this past Halloween? I don't think I did anything. You didn't? I'm not... Well, I don't think I did anything. Halloween has changed so much for me since I was a kid. I keep, like, waiting for this inspiration to come within me to, like, dress up and eat a lot of candy, but it hasn't hit me. If there was a... Yeah. I have to be event-specific, you know? And I I don't really want to have that much candy anymore. I used to. I loved candy. That was sort of my, like, you know... Your thing? Yeah, my... My, what can, my desire, what candies motivation. Were you? Were you? Were you oh, I towards? love. Well, I love something. You know, I love. I love chocolates, of course. Um, you know, your your basic Reese's pieces, your your Snickers. But I used to. Um, but then I'll enjoy like a Laffy Taffy, a Tart and Chewy, yeah. a type. You know, you like don't a discriminate. Star, a Starburst. <laughs> well, I do, that's it. I don't like Smarties. Oh, okay. Well, then <laughs> don't like them. I'll say I prefer a Spree. Oh, those are flatter. There's mm-hmm. just, it's a texture They're thing. They're tangier. Yeah. Or I'll do a chewy spree so I can get that chew. I love a chew. I love a fruit chew. I like, like a, a fruit mamba. Chew too. Okay. Mamba. You've had mambas. There's oh, no way you have it. Never had yes, a mamba. I've never even heard of a mamba. What is a mamba? It's like a Starburst, but it's more like um, the Asian chews. Like the flavoring is more like an Asian mm, chew. Never had a mamba. Mm, it's so good. It would I like high it- chew. Oh, I've seen a haichu, but oh, I've never, are so never actually eaten one. Are they in it's Japanese stores you. or something like that? Yeah, but now, like, they're so popular, you can get them. Sometimes you can get I them. I could go to Ralph's and I could find one? Maybe. And I've seen them at Urban Outfitters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I like gummies. I like gummies. <laughs> Okay, so you, you're not you're not snacking on candy anymore. Not as much. Sometimes I'll feel like a like I like dark chocolate. I really like it. Sometimes I'll have dessert, depending. Um, I, I host. You're a, more of a savory person than a sweet person. My problem, if we're talking about sins, then <laughs> the sins of this uh, mofo is um, cheese. Okay. Stinky or like a not stinky. I don't like stinky. I don't like stinky cheese. Yeah, I mean that's like if they're blue, like I'm never blue cheese. If it's in my fridge, it's not gonna like I you know at a restaurant they add it to things like certain salads. Okay, that's good. I appreciate it. Mm -hmm. But like it's not. I'm not gonna snack on blue cheese. Right. (laughs) Never gonna snack on blue cheese. (laughs) (laughs) I would like. I, I would be very curious as to who would snack on blue cheese. I guess. A cheesemonger. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure. That's not me, the though. The pioneer woman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe she does that. Yeah, yeah she puts it on her hoe cakes. <laughs> um, I, yeah, it's, I think it's cheese. It's, sometimes I have to be careful about, like, not eating late. Mm-hmm. But I, I can, I'm pretty, I can be good. And, like, going, well, to me, the I think inherently, though, is is the celebration of it all. Uh-huh. Like, I find food to be a celebration. I also find food to be a medicine. These are two tough <laughs> things <laughs> to, like... So, right now, I'm trying to get pregnant, and I've had some trouble. And so, I'm seeing an acupuncturist, which has really helped. Because I think my home hormones were really off. I miscarried January of 2014. And I just think up until now, yeah, I've just been crazy. And I didn't really know like what was going on I just thought this is what it was 
So she has me, she's attempted to have me on a um, anti-inflammatory diet. Mm-hmm. And when, um, honestly, when I stick to it, it's great. Uh-huh. <laughs> Which essentially is gluten-free, like um, no nightshades. Uh, wow. The only cheese is like goat cheese. It's like no pizza. No tomatoes. Yeah. Let me tell you something. I've been having it, which is bad because when I start feeling better, I'm like, okay, well, I just <laughs> I'm mentally ill. Right. I'm literally mentally ill. Um, so and like no alcohol, and it's just like there's been baby showers and weddings, and I'm just right. like, celebrate, come on, <laughs> like throwing back stuff. Um, and and I threw um our friend's birthday, or I'm sorry, baby shower. So there's like so much like. Little breads, and there was this amazing cake mm-hmm. from Casa Cookie Casa. On oh, Beverly. yes, I've heard they've had they have an amazing cake. Yeah, and I've heard you hear more about their cakes yes. than their cookies. They are not called. They should call. They should change cake their casa. name. Yeah, <laughs> or cake, Casa Guys, Cookie Casa. Okay, because I haven't had their. Or I don't know, but this, and I'm I'm a chocolate person. This white cake with white frosting is unbelievable. It's white chocolate. No, it's not chocolate at all. It's not chocolate. It's all vanilla. I'm sorry. It's Whoa. vanilla. It's white oh. on white. What? White sect on white. That sounds good. It's so good. Why does that sound so good? Because it's, it's so tasty. Cake. Yeah. But it's not, it's it's moist. It's the right moistness, the right sweetness, and oh man, it was so good. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And Prosecco and da, da, da. So it's like that's, that that can be an issue. But I work out, you know, I'm fine. I really do. I, I Yes. You know, are we are we tipping at you know an eight ten when I'm at rent the runway? My clicking bump friendly, full chested apple. <laughs> yeah, I am. <laughs> I am doing it because yeah. that'll fit most likely fit me. But so what? You know? Yeah. What? I'm just gonna turn to the Asian Genji Cohen and just like <laughs> let it all hang out. <laughs> well, it's sort of like it's sort of like let what do you really think? That you could, for me, like my whole thing was like, I wanted to stop dying because I had tried every diet under the sun. And it wasn't until I was like, listen, I'm okay with like experimenting with different diets every now and then because I like to figure out what makes my body feel, feel a certain way if I need to for an acting job or, or something like that. Yeah. Um, but however, it's sort of like, how, can I sustain this for the rest of my life? Yeah. Could I like go through the rest of my life saying no thank you at Thanksgiving? No. Like yeah. that's not a life to me yeah so there, it's sort of sort of like this acceptance that like okay we're gonna go bonkers today but it's the letting go of the shame that's the piece <laughs> that's because it's not like i don't binge eat anymore yeah yeah um i definitely it. binge eat i just don't label it as like the thing that's gonna make me sit at home like in a shame spiral yeah anymore because it's sort of like that's not helpful and it's not, let's face it, those things aren't going to really go away. And also I think it's a difference of like mindful, it, it, it's actually like mindful eating and mindful, if I may, like what binging, if you will, because the mindless, just like eating yeah, and not in, like enjoying it, right. that's a problem. Yeah, like, th- that's you know, true. Like yes. if you're going to do it, like I hope you're enjoying it. Like, yeah. like, and I'm saying this to myself, like I went to this, like, I uh, mean, uh, Casey Wilson uh, we went to um, Miraval in Arizona. Do you know about Miraval? Yes. I highly recommend Abe it. Abe <laughs> showed me pictures of the website when we were thinking of staying there. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. Great. Beautiful. It's great. But um, she went to, while well, I was going to something called It's Not About the Horse. Let's breeze past that. And <laughs> she went to a mindful eating <laughs> like, uh, class where right. 
I think um, one lady said that like she loves pizza, like that sort of thing, pizza's thing. And and the the lady who was running class was kind of talking about that's great. Like, but when you have pizza, because she was talking about how she was just having like, she almost might have it every night, and she'll eat like you know the 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 cheapest frozen or like you know she's like when you have it like have the best pizza right right like don't have it every day and when you do you have the best yes the most or and it doesn't have to be the fanciest you don't have to go to matzo or something like that but what you think is the best so it's like because it's like if you love pizza don't have something that's not fully flavorful and fully you know really really have it and and like then you don't feel like you are you're, you're not surprised yeah thank you the, de- the deprivation is very hard for me yeah well maybe it's the telling yourself I don't know if you do this but for me I know that that came from a like telling myself well this is the last time or yeah. or, or like a you're not going to do this all the time sort of thing it's funny I did this article for LA Weekly about ice cream so I I, and I used to eat so much ice cream, like for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, just like <laughs> constantly eating ice cream. And that's why they asked me to do it because they're like, she's always posting photos of ice cream <laughs> on our Instagram. She'd be perfect for this. And what happened was the second I started like making it about work, first of all, I was eating like the best ice cream in the city and so much of it that when I was done, first of all, I like, I couldn't eat Ben and Jerry's anymore. Even though Ben and Jerry's is pretty darn good and yeah, pretty pure. Absolutely. I like would eat it and just be like, oh, what's the point? Like, you know, like, <laughs> what's the point if I could, you know, like, cause, cause in my freezer is sitting the leftovers of like this $14 gelato. Like why would yeah, I, yeah. Why, why waste, why waste stomach room? Yeah. And, uh, it just shifted, all that shifted for me. Yeah. Actually, it's, it's still that way. Like I'm still getting invites to go to like some ice cream places and it just doesn't it's not even like temp, like when I go to a kid's birthday party or something if it's like Baskin Robbins it's not even tempting to me anymore oh, because wow. suddenly like something shifted for me where I'm just like yeah I only want the best this this tongue only knows the See, best I think that's gorgeous and it's not established in terms of like it's not about like um one percenter at all because if you think about like for this pizza lady example right um how much she spends on cheap pizza right versus occasionally having really nice pizza right i think she's she's in the black and i bet she's up you know financially yeah so it's really about like it really is about enjoyment it is of life of life yeah first and foremost yeah so you know i mean and there i have good and bad days (laughs) (laughs) i'm good and bad days but but i think there's a part of sometimes indulge like I really actually enjoy giving myself a day to like be like it's a sit in my PJs all day, <laughs> yes. like binge watching TV and eating nothing yes. but like food that I found at Seven <laughs> Eleven. Like, mm-hmm. and there's something really you're like, right. That's true. There's something really that's soul satisfying to me too because yes. it's sort of like this is not forbidden either. If yeah. I really need to do that, I can. But you're do like that. enjoying it. Yeah, that's the that is the bottom line. Right, that's true because the that bottom line. because because it's not like a thing of like let's punish myself. Yeah, this is more of like a yeah let's satisfy that itch, and then it's never to the point where it's like I feel so sick that I'm gonna puke, but I'm still gonna keep. Yeah, <laughs> I'm gonna keep slurping down the <laughs> slurpy because I'm not gonna be able to do this ever again. Yeah, that's not true. That's right. Yeah, and you're not bad. No. <laughs> Which no. has always been a hard thing for me. <laughs> like, this is bad, this is good. It's hard. Yeah. It's hard to rewire that, especially yeah. when uh, I think that's the way society, everyone thinks. Yep. It's, it's all around us. It's very 
it's very hard to not think that way. Yeah. But I know it's possible. <laughs> yes. <laughs> just being okay to wear however you arrive is a tough thing. And I think it's tougher for women than men. And maybe men will say different. But I only have the experience of a woman. <laughs> and, you know, the world revolves around me. <laughs> so <laughs> so I, think, um, I, think, I think that's a good place to, to plug uh, where people can find you. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at, at CoolUp, uh, on Instagram at, at IamCoolUp. Who Charted is my podcast on the Earwolf Network. We have uh, we have two shows that come out every week. Uh, and check out originstorydoc.com to learn more about my documentary. Thank you. Thank you. What a pleasure. Yay.